Hello, everybody. Welcome to Ramble On. You are in the bowels of the football ramble right now. And with me is a man called Pete Donaldson. Hi. Happy Thursday, Pete, little monkey. I thought I'd pop downstairs and I knew I'd find you here. And I have, uh, <laughs> I have the, the, uh, the urge to ask you about your fantasy season tickets. This is a, this oh, is right, a new, okay. new little setup we did with new Luke the other thing. New little thing for I a like sweet... the idea, Marcus. I like the yeah. idea. I like I mm -hmm. like how it, how did, how did you come up with this idea, Marcus? Well, because we can't travel, lab. we can't yeah. <laughs> in the lab. Yeah. I had an old season ticket to Millwall. No, I had um <laughs> I was I was looking at uh, at various things and I thought we can't travel. And sometimes actually Oddly, I find it quite helpful to talk about travel when you can't travel. People might think there's a sort of a sick, sort of sadistic sort of nature of that. Yeah. It's a bit, a bit like when I was uh, once upon a time staying, uh, camping in Russia by the, you know, the Ural Mountains were in the background. We're about a third of the way into Russia, coming from mm. the West, of course. We just came by this lake. There was no sort of proper camping. You know, the, the toilet was a hole in the ground, that kind of thing. And... We we everybody was there. We we um we would sit around eating this sort of dry buckwheat with no kind of joy to it, and we found it quite helpful for people to just list stuff that we kind of you know. So somebody, this lad from Yorkshire, would always sit there and go, "Oh, galaxy chocolate," like that, <laughs> and then someone else would list you know sort of uh, oh spaghetti bolognese or whatever as you were eating this stuff. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. I think in the spirit of that, I thought Let, let's talk about faraway places i mean it may not be faraway places but let's and also going to the football we're not yeah but i mean to... marcus i mean you at the foot of the urals and uh in a tent <laughs> you you put yourself in that situation haven't you you've not even oh, paid yeah. to do it it's not like, no. it's not like you've been on i'm a celebrity and just trying uh -huh. to get through it yeah, yeah, yeah naked yeah. and afraid excel <laughs> you and 12 people going toe to toe in the oh, middle of the urals for 21 was... days it was wonderful. I, I loved every second of it. <laughs> I truly did. But uh, we, uh, a man used to herd his cattle through every day as well on the back of a big old nice. horse. He had a big tash, a bit like yours, and he'd whip away. Yeah. Um, and we were we were seriously impressed with all that. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'm getting distracted. Sure enough. Yeah, sure I enough. am. <laughs> you know, well, I, you, I've been. You can't have I've been to places. I can, have, I can have lamb. That man was going. You can't have galaxy chocolate. But I look how much galaxy chocolate I could afford with all of my. <laughs> Animals. <laughs> oh, lamb sheesh kebab. You know, lamb probably. sheesh kebab. Well, Peter, we're doing fantasy season ticket. If you're new to this, you didn't hear it last time. I ask, uh, or whoever's hosting will ask somebody, pick, you know, sort of three, four, maybe five, if you want to be crazy, uh, season tickets for, for a team. You can go and watch them for a season anywhere in the world, yeah. as local as you like, as far away as you like, and, and explain why you would choose those teams. So, Peter, could I ask you for your first choice? Um, any of the years, uh, well, probably the first two or three years that Pele played for <laughs> New York Cosmos. Oh, I see. So we're time traveling today. Like it? You brought yeah. a whole new dimension. Well, what do you mean? As in, like, I, what? So how how do you do this otherwise? I thought you had to well, pick like a year, pick pick like a time, pick like a uh -huh. place. No, no, I like that. Pick a place, I like that. Pick a season. I, I mean, like. It. So, so who? So am I? Is the whole conceit that I have to pick from nowadays, or can well, I just pick any time? People can interpret it how they will. <laughs> I'm but choosing I, to interpret it in the most. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. I think this is. I think this is. A, 
a fascinating twist because uh, Luke was on last time. If you haven't heard it, I won't say who he chose. Not that right. it's, a, it's not like a, you know, an unmasked at the end. It was, it was <laughs> me all the time. It was me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Who is Marcus Speller and why is he saying those terrible things about me? Um, <laughs> Uh, I, uh, uh, you know, Luke chose it from now and, and, and so on, but you're going, you're going back in time, going all over the place. I love mm. that, Peter. So you're going to choose mm. Pele at New York Cosmos. Yeah, because, I mean, like, obviously Pele um, was signed at a time where the league was just kind of getting started properly. I think that's right, I'm right in saying that. And, mm-hmm. and obviously the team um, were, were fairly new as well. And um, he was signed everything he was signed as everything but a soccer player i would say he was a massive shirt seller um <laughs> most of his contracts didn't even involve soccer uh, yeah. to get around the uh, uh, aggressive for pele uh, tax requirements uh, for new york state <laughs> he uh, he he was paid i think as a recording artist at one point he was paid he had all kinds of little deals mm-hmm. and it's not like i say so he had so many little deals going on here and there with the club um and uh, yeah i mean, i just think it's a, it would have been an amazing Amazing time. I mean, we watched that. Remember that New York Cosmos film uh, that came out at a time where we were watching. Oh, they, yeah. they gave us. Remember when they when yeah. launched New York Cosmos as a mm-hmm. football team? They're playing. Are they still playing in Nazzle? Isn't does Nazzle still exist? I can't remember now. I think I did, they're did, playing did. in the second division, aren't they? Yeah. Let me just have a quick. Did yeah. Um, <laughs> it's my. They got mind. relaunched about ten years ago, and we got cool jackets. Yeah, we did. Uh, you went. Like, oh, yeah. you, I didn't get a cool jacket. I got the top. I got the the right. the, the strip, if you like. Um, uh, but yeah, you went quite heavy on New York Cosmos, didn't you? Stylish, great little, uh, great little kit, and I obviously did... it's going... a, re- a reproduction of the ones back in the seventies. Yeah, am I going mad? Did Raul play for them for a bit? Might have done, yeah, yeah. That rings a bell. In his so kind, of... yeah, they're trying to get it, trying to get it back, back up and running. But yeah, like, um, uh, cool club. Cool times in and out of the uh, in and out of the nightclubs every night. Oh man, what a life! What oh. a town! What a city! Well, I mean, because yeah, because the original form of the New York Cosmos was nineteen seventy to eighty five, and then it was two thousand and ten where it came back. You're right. You're okay. absolutely it's still right. with us, isn't it? It's still with us. Still yeah, they're, they're in the well, National Independent Soccer Association, um, NISA, which is NISA, oh, uh, NISA, which is is it's nearly shop, na- isn't it? NISA. Yeah, this is a shop, isn't it? <laughs> I think it's a car make, <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah I, yeah, I think I think you're you're very much 1970 to 85 because let's be honest, New York in the 1970s is a, was a far cry from the New York City we know now. I mean, oh, you could mate, say that about most places, filth, but it... <laughs> the graffiti, the warriors, <laughs> the crime on a tube. Oh, mate, just the just the just people shitting in the streets. <laughs> People punching each other on a tube lines. Oh, mate. Excuse me, mate. Have you got the time? Have some of this. Boom. But seriously, I mean, like, look, again, like, we, I mean, we all... Like Sodom and we Gomorrah. All like a, we, we, <laughs> we all like a bit of gentrification, but good Lord, New York was just a dump <laughs> in the 70s. And there, there's nothing more exciting than a, a big dumpy uh, town full of crime and you're just constantly scared. <laughs> All of the time. Yeah. Well, people forget, it, you know, it was a lot of it was like that. I mean, the 80s, it sort of changed and the 90s, it did as well. But then um, Donald Trump's mate sort of uh, cracked out on the crime, didn't he? Mayor Giuliani. He did, yeah. His, Whatever uh, happened his, to uh, him uh, after that? <laughs> his hair started crying brown creosote. <laughs> but he, but like, but look, I mean, like, it's, 
for all of the filth and for all of yeah. like people look back at it as a roast, a roasted spectacles. One of the best cities in the world, and can oh, you yeah. imagine that city with the danger sort of turned up oh. a little bit more? And the, like the, how much fun fucking nightclubs and bars and fucking everyone was just having parties and 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 and, yeah. and the, the the newly liberated sort of pre-aids sort of gay scene as well was absolutely huge as well. I would have loved to experience <laughs> some of that. Um, and 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 you just you just, but you sort of see like like pro, like small pride events from back in the day. Like mm. they were like living life as it's meant to be fucking lived uh, in the late seventies, and um, you know it's, it's everything just seemed like a fucking Lou Reed song. It looked fucking brilliant. <laughs> mm. Do you know they re- they retired the number ten jersey in honor of Pele? They all retire there. number tens, don't they? Like like um, uh, we'll probably I'll probably choose uh, Napoli with uh, with, with Maradona. Old, um, Maradona. So they, they retire the ten there. Yeah, prob- Which- actually. The other one played another, and I think my other choice is a number ten as well. I just like number tens. Well, they also retired. Where they're not, no, they also retired the number nine jersey, which was Giorgio Chinaglia's jersey. You remember him? <laughs> yeah. What a nutter he! What a story that is! I it implore is anybody really listening to this to to go and check out the story of uh, of Giorgio Chinaglia. But they, I mean, at the time, <laughs> New Cosmos, they also had Franz Beckenbauer play for them, and uh, 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 who was the other one? Um, Carlos Alberto. The Brazilian, you know, Naiskins, uh, as well as you know, I mean, they had some players. Well, you sort of watch the um, uh, what's that film, uh, Once in a Lifetime, mm-hmm. beautiful uh, soundtrack. And Once in a Lifetime, <laughs> yeah. Um, this isn't my number 10 jersey, Mini Riverton's one of the uh, I think one of the, the main theme that they use. Ah. Um, but it's it's a, it's a beautiful piece of work, obviously. Um, uh, when they were relaunching, they released that. Uh, I think they they decided to do the film. Um, I don't think it was ne- I don't think it was a Netflix release, but um, they decided to do the film. And they seemed to want to relaunch the uh, the football club along <laughs> alongside with it, well. but it just looked incredibly hedonistic and fun. <laughs> and Pele was having the time of his life. Everyone uh-huh. was having the time of their life because it, it was a nice mix of like that classic kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whenever you get like it's probably like the same with the Chinese league and stuff, where you get like these superstar mm. minted Brazilians and then jobbing, jobbing footballers. They yeah. sort of get dragged along with the party and they just have a bloody lovely time and they've never seen the likes of yeah. it really. When <laughs> They're you getting into Studio Fifty Four, whatever it's yeah. called, every night and oh man, cool. Yeah, you're more of an Area Fifty One type of guy though. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think with 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 some of those players, but I do equal amounts of cocaine that I would do in Peter Donaldson. <laughs> Back in back in the seventies in Studio Fifty Four, I think uh, when you look at some of the ex pros, you get some, as you say, more like jobbing English players go over there. Mm. You think who, who was he? Oh, he played like a handful of games for Derby County. That yes, got him yeah, through yeah, the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be like you, I think. Yeah, um, but look, it's coming back into Miami. <laughs> into, oh yeah, you, well, you can, you've got your Messi, eyes on it. You've got Ronaldo, <laughs> Shawcross, <laughs> together at last. Bizza. Um, yeah, I think you're definitely gonna. We should do a ramble that into Miami, see one of their games. Yes, that'd be lovely. Fizzer, Fizzer from the stands. All right, Single excellent. Tear roars down his cheek. Indeed, uh, excellent yeah. first choice, Peter. Well, I mean, where do you go from New York in the seventies with Pele and Co. to to your next choice? My goodness, what's it going to be? Well, I mean, every time we do one of these, I talk about Japan. So I'm yeah. going to go to Nagoya. I'm going to go to Gary Lineker's. Oh, Nagoya. yes. Nagoya Grand for eight. A time where, like, you know, Gary Lineker admitted as much that he wanted the money and he mm. wanted a new challenge and he just wanted to see a different part of the world. And, and he kind of found his voice out there a little bit. He became 
uh, very outspoken about the England setup and Graham Taylor. He wrote his book. He um, he he, but he was so so much of a star and so so um, successful as a footballer. Mm-hmm. I think even you look at like news reports from the time, even media pundits at the time were reticent to write off the J League. They sort of said, "It's you know, it's it's nascent. It's 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 mm-hmm. it's it it may come on, on up to its own, and it may, but it's not quite there yet." Um, and any other footballer, I think they would have went, "Oh, he's got some fucking shitty league that no one gives a shit about." But because <laughs> Gary Nick was such a, an accomplished footballer, um, he obviously uh, he, he was obviously always destined to have a lovely time. I mean, he broke his toe twice, but other than that, he did. Yeah, <laughs> he, but he was he was he was prone to a little uh, niggly injury um, as time went mm. on, like, much like us all, really. Uh, to be perfectly honest but, with you, but to his credit, he he had a two-year contract, and to his credit, he, he continued. He could have just called time on it and just. Um, said to Toyota's money, no thank you. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting with Gary. I remember when he went out there, actually, and, and people being really, really surprised that mm. he was making that move because he wasn't that old, I think, when he went out there. No, 33? Was he? Was he yeah, he, yeah, 32, 33, you know, yeah. and you sort of thought to yourself, well, it wasn't, you know, he was, he was, he, 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 he had a phenomenal career, obviously, you know, scored loads of goals at Leicester, Everton. Fair few at Barcelona and then Spurs, and I remember he, you know he retired from the England team, and it was it did feel like a retirement move because I think he'd retired from England. He was like, right, done. I'm just going to go and get the money. But yeah. I mean, you must you love a bit of that sort of um, the adventurer in somebody to just kind of go, no, I'm mm. going to see a completely different way of life, completely different scenery and all, and especially mm. in the early nineties, you know, where travel wasn't really that open to the common man as it is today. Yeah, and, 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 and during the 90s, you know, obviously I, I love my tech and Japan was seen as being the forefront of, mm. of all tech. Um, I mean, not not necessarily anymore, but Nagoya in itself is, you know, it's not that far from Tokyo and it's it's um, it's a very unlovable kind of industrial kind of town. Uh-huh. Um, and it's and it's um, it's very unfashionable. Like if you ask any Japanese person whether they um, what they think of Nagoya and they just got a scum. Town. <laughs> is that right? It's an absolute shithole. Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, it, 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 I, I've been there a couple of times and it's um, it's perfectly serviceable yeah um it's not quite middlesbrough but i guess it's getting there but it's uh it was it, was, it just seemed it, and from my mate mark talked to him about it um about what it's like in japan because he just come back from japan and he's like to be honest i didn't get to see much of it because i was just like mm. from my house i was just i'd get in a car and they'd drive me to training then they'd drive me on then they'd drive me to football and it's just it just makes me giggle at it in a situation where um you don't get to see much of the town because you're this kind of um, massive totem, massive star mm-hmm. in 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 the city that you you can't really get away with with just having a stroll around and getting up to no good. So it's it he um I th- and and that's why sort of Toyota um paid so much money to to get him over there because they did pay the the bulk of his money uh, and obviously he he bolstered that with several amazing nineties and and later um adverts at the time. It's really <laughs> funny um and uh and yeah there were there they were um. He was seen as being like this kind of because he was so clean cut. He had that perfect kind of like uh, reputation as, as being like a nice guy and uh, a, a nice safe boy. And mm-hmm. uh, obviously Toyota, you know, because because there the, there was talk and, and certainly um, fairly fairly um, um, down the line negotiations that Maradona was was their first choice. Mm-hmm. And 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 but because Maradona had the drugs charge, he he obviously couldn't enter the country and he couldn't. It would have been very difficult to to uh, to to get there because remember when um 
the World Cup was in Japan, mm-hmm. um, he had to. I think Maradona couldn't get in on his passport because of his drugs charge. He had to. I think he had to go in in the end. He managed to get in in the end, but it was through like some kind of Mexican consulate kind of oh, position. He was effectively like a diplomat or something. I think that's right, but I'm fairly certain he couldn't get in on his own passport. He had to just pull in some fucking weird favors so he could do a bit of telly telly work. Oh, but, yeah, goodness. I think you're going to say um, he pulled but, but that up. Was the, that was plan one. A speedboat in the middle of the night at some port. Or something <laughs> like that he's in now. Yeah. yeah, there's some quirk in the law well, that if you do, arrive yeah. past a certain hour or a certain day, you can be let in. Uh, but Lineker, yes. So, I mean, 24 appearances in two years wasn't yeah, blisteringly so, good, but you want no, to be there that's, to that's, cheer that's him on. Tours, isn't it? <laughs> um, Peter, your next choice for your fantasy um, season ticket. I mean, I, I, I was going to go for like you know, Maradona at, at Napoli. I mean, that would have been amazing. <laughs> oh that would have just, I mean, yeah. can you imagine? Like the, like the emperor is here. Yeah, um, I think that's the winning and, answer. Can you imagine like, the whole city <laughs> is just focused and it's a wonderful city. You know, me, me and you have, of course, both went uh, a few years ago. And um, and yeah, I mean, the, the, this whole project, Marcus, is so kind of lovely to sort of think about traveling, mm. football. I will never, ever kind of be annoyed that I've got, got to go watch a football match on <laughs> on foreign shores when I've got a massive hangover <laughs> when we're on one of our ramble trips. I'm like, oh, go, go. Oh, go and watch bloody Hertha Berlin. I've got a hangover. Sporting <laughs> who? How, oh. how are we going to get back? How are we going to get back into town so we can booze some more? <laughs> yeah, it just happens. We'll find yeah. a way. Life finds uh, a way. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'd, I... I I was there for it, kind of, but I wish I'd been a little older and I wish I would, I'd been a fan of the club. Um, Borough, Janino, Borough. Really? Uh, yeah, it would have been Interesting. so cool. You just, you know... Relegation. <laughs> <laughs> but like Ravenelli and Emerson and, you know, up against... You know, Fjortoft and... Not up against, but like, yeah. you know... And then, and then, you know, Robbie Mustone. Craig Hignett and <laughs> Clinton Blackmore, yeah, stuff like that. It's just it was a really from me to a Middlesbrough fans. It was a real heady time. Oh, it's the, the Middlesbrough uh, cosmos. Matched only, matched well, only. Yeah, massively. How was that any different? So in in many ways, I think the the Nagoya Grampuset uh, manoeuvres uh, for 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 Lineker are probably quite similar to uh, Janino, to be honest. Who obviously famously had to shove newspapers in his uh, socks because he was so cold all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that when Janino arrived in Middlesbrough, it was quite something. Because I think, I don't want to sound, and I'm, I'm not saying, you know, oh, it was better in our day and so on, but you, your sort of reference points and the things that one would get excited about are things that yeah. people nowadays wouldn't perhaps understand. And, yeah. and every generation will have that, of course, uh, whether it be in football or technology or goodness knows where. And the thought of someone like Janinho, this this little Brazilian turning up in Middlesbrough. I mean, Chelsea had started signing a few players, the great Rude Hullet, of course, and and Viali. And there were some other big names, you know, Manchester United brought in one or two big ones. But when Middlesbrough did it, <laughs> it did feel like, oh my goodness, like this is absolutely outrageous. And on his I remember his debut, I think he only played a half because he was still jet lagged or something like that. Mm. When he picked up the ball 
And it was, it was, I think it was Fjortov. He set up a beautiful through ball and it was like, oh my goodness, this is, <laughs> it seems ridiculous now, but this little yeah. alien running around the yeah. pitch, it was class. It was, but it was like, but it was like, like him, like King Cladzer at Man City, you'd yeah. probably say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another one. Yeah. A little bit later. But you sort of think like these kind of little kind of mercurial footballers who appeared from space, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it, it was the sort of thing that you would see. I don't know, in the Copper America. It's the sort of thing, the sort of place you'd see there, and you'd be like, God, jeez, I cannot believe this this, this little um, acne-ridden boy <laughs> is with us <laughs> right now. I cannot believe he's, he's chosen this part of the globe where he had the choice to go everywhere and uh, anywhere. Um, and yeah, and, and you kind of forget how unsuccessful a lot... I mean, they talk about like Ravinelli obviously signing, signing for Borough. Um, you forget how unsuccessful mm. Italian imports had been up until that point. Yeah. But Ravinelli was, was knocking them in for fun at times with his uh, shirt over the head celebration. Yeah, well, the opening day hat-trick against Liverpool. Again, like you saw this guy, he was delivering. He was doing, If you're a Middlesbrough fan at that point, you must have gone, bloody hell, we've got one yeah. of these players. He was playing for Juventus! And it was yeah. it the previous season, oh. won the Champions League with them. What on earth? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, this. But the, the funny thing is... Yeah, I swear, G- Gibson Gibson just found a big pot of space money from somewhere. I, know, I, think, <laughs> I think it was more like magic beans, you know, like yeah. he found. He's watching the Champions League, but yeah, we'll have him. And uh, maybe he just I, had a lot of compromat. Maybe he was like, he, 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 he sort of found it on the dark web or an old bulletin board, a lot of compromat on some very legendary footballers. <laughs> In, in compromising positions because there was no reason why all this had to happen. Oh, man. But it shows you that the, the season they had that year, they got relegated and, and finished runners-up in the League Cup final and the FA Cup final. <laughs> what an odd season. They nearly yeah. did a domestic cup double and they got relegated. <laughs> now, I know Wigan won the cup and got relegated, you know, but for, but for two finals. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I, it makes no sense. It, it, that is kind of a bit of 90s excess that nobody knew what to do yeah. with it. Yeah. He kind it of personified in that I season. I mean, people would have looked at it and went, this is just ridiculous. This is, <laughs> you know, when you sort of see how many like Chelsea players are on loan, you see like the excess, yeah. the worst excesses of, of the Premier mm-hmm. League. Um, but yeah, this was like, just this just came out of nowhere. And, and obviously it was very exciting for that, those watching football down at the Riverside, down at the BT Cellnet Stadium, it used to be called. Um, it was, yeah. uh, I think for everyone else, it was a bit like, what the fuck is, what the fuck? <laughs> what? Don't forget that World Cup winner Branco was also on their books at the time, another Brazilian. <laughs> um, but yes, as you say, oh, Gianluca Festa was there as well, the Italian yeah, defender. Yeah, but, yeah. but as you say, yeah. in among that team, you had like an old Viv Anderson, you had a young Phil Stamp, and of course the, uh, the captain was one Nigel Pearson. Yes, yeah, excellent. Well, but he was a very, very good footballer, Pearson. Really tied yeah. it all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Enjoyable. I, are, we, are we finishing on Middlesbrough? Or did you have another one? Let's finish on Middlesbrough. Let's finish I on Middlesbrough. Yeah, I think so. Fine. I think so. We'll. Uh, we, yeah, that that season is quite. Yeah, I think maybe um, maybe Andy and I might do them on the teams of our lives uh, on our, yeah, on that on that series because yeah, it's always worth while uh, talking about Brian Robson as a player manager as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my goodness. Shirt suit on the top. Shots on the bottom. Lovely old lovely. job. Well, Peter, it's been uh, it's been lovely. So you 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 go for New York in the seventies, which we know is a crime ridden hive of scum and villainy. To quote Obi Wan Kenobi, <laughs> uh, you have gone for an industrial estate in Japan. You gone for yeah. Middlesbrough, and uh, and then you've gone for the armpit of Italy, Napoli, as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, isn't it? It's good. Yeah, it's good being right. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs>
<laughs> oh dear. And I'll lend you, I don't know, my Barcelona one under Pep when they did the travel. I haven't been a fan. Boring. Yeah. Boring. <laughs> well, there we are. Thank you very much for listening to Ramble On, everybody. It's been an absolute pleasure. We'll be back next week for another episode. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network.